Hey y'all, I'm just going to jump right into it. There is something that I don't have the answer to, but there's a gut feeling that I shouldn't do a certain thing the way I believe 80% of the world has been doing it um, you know, thus far in life up to this point. And... I don't know how to cross over and what would be the alternative, but I just know how to avoid or back away from what I have a gut feeling is not the right approach. It's weird, but that's what we're getting into on this episode. Welcome to Wildcard, the podcast. I take the time to shift perspective when relating ships about society, culture, ourselves, and relationships. But before we get going, you need a disclaimer. speak light or I might speak pure bullshit understand you're gonna get the both you're gonna get the two you're gonna get the dose at the same time that is your disclaimer I I really I really don't know how to like really get into this Because this can be utilized in so many different facets. Um, I'm not looking for... Well, no, no. I can't even say that. I'm just going to put it out there. As confusing as it was for me to give off a short statement. It's the gut feeling. Knowing that you shouldn't approach something that you know has quote-unquote worked for the masses over numbers of years and it's the feeling that you shouldn't also do it like you have the idea that maybe that model or concept of way of doing things is not futuristic anymore like you might see the demise of it before it actually happens and so um or it could be happening the demise but it's going to happen on a on a larger scale, on a grander scale of things. And you just have a gut feeling that you know that it's not futuristic. So you don't want to get into it because you just want to get out of it or avoid it before everyone else gets the idea that they should avoid it as well. You want to shift and pivot, but you don't know where to shift and pivot to. You don't know how to get into the alternatives. There have there have been some alternatives outlined um, from examples of other people in the world. You know, what I mean, you can even name some celebrities of the world. You can. There are some examples of what's outlined of how they may have done this. 
or they may have done it, but you yourself are like in the middle and you don't really know how to get the crossover. All you know right now is just to avoid what you believe is a sinking ship. What the fuck am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about several things at the same time. Um, I'll give you an example. We could talk about the rat race. How it's easy for an 18-year-old to sign up for a $200,000 school loan. But he's unable to sign up for a $15,000 first-time car. You know what I'm saying? Or how, you know, music celebrities like Sade can come from whatever island she disappeared to, planet at this point, solar system at this point, from sitting on the left side of God at this point, come back into this earth, and say, I want to make another album, drop another music, and do it, and then go away. She has options. She has flexibility to fuck with this thing here called Earth and how we deal with life balances. Um, somebody that's not so remote, but just as remote as you know, Beyonce. Beyonce has been able to insert herself into our daily world and excerpt herself from it on her own thought pattern, on her own time, by her own whim, wish, you name it. So, it's in common that these people have choices. It's also one ignorant can say that these people have money. These people have capability. These people can do as they wish, as they want. Um, But so can a farmer. So can those who are still in the Amish communities that still rock the same lifestyle from from way back when. This is quarantine season we in, and Amish people have already been living by bare means and necessities. I don't think they fighting over toilet paper. If you need to find some Amish people, go in your local um, rural territory. Because, but if you're living in like the South, don't do that. You're going to find clan members. Be careful. So, but they there. They still exist. And they're able to plug in and plug out of reality. And they're not filthy rich. So let me just go ahead and debunk what's common about those who anybody who may have had a perception as to how you're able to plug in and plug out of reality without a problem. You don't have to be rich. Being rich is not one of the answers. But an Amish will be Amish on their land with, with what they got. And if they need something from town, then, you know, all right, here come the horse, the buggy, the weird clothes, and the weird looks. And they get what they need, and they back, and they out, they done. They clock out of society, and they go back to their world. It's possible. 
What I'm trying to say is, no matter what the example is here, the masses, about, about 80% of us are not living with choice. We're not living with real choice and we're not living with real flexibility. And we keep signing up for things in the instance of the college kid. We keep signing up for things that keep disabling our ability to have a choice, to to have the flexibility, to live life on our terms and, and whatnot. And how do you avoid that? Well, you clock out. Well, there's got to be a way to clock out because the thought of just drop dead, stopping everything you do, is one way. But it's, it's uh, I don't know if it's the smartest. But see, that's all about dropping out of the norm, of the rat race, of the mentality, of the non-option decision-making type of life that so many of us have chosen, like, sometimes in most of these cases, it's been chosen for us. And then it's like, how do you, how do you get out of it? And then it's like, how do you get into getting the ability to be flexible, have these options, buy your own choices, and and have a thought. Have thoughts. And that's a whole topic on its own because the masses, uh, the 80%, we don't we don't have our own thoughts. We're in this cage of this daily cycle. Everything's predicted and planned out for us. And at the same time, we're told what to th- to think, we're told what to do, what to expect, we're told how far our minds can reach, we're even told and taught what they want us to know, and we have a curriculum that we're all forced to go by, and if you're a parent, you know that you can't say no to that curriculum, because you can go to jail as a parent, and if you decide to homeschool, they still force a curriculum on you to homeschool, so it's like, How do you clock out of this system and how do you cross over into this other system where you can have your own thought, you can choose your own life, you have flexibility, you have options, you clock in and out of this shit, call the matrix in in such a perfect way, I might need to rewatch that goddamn movie. So the first question is, Not a question. The first is an awareness. The awareness that you're not really free.
Alright, so we got we got awareness. We got awareness down pack, understood. Um in any AA meeting they'll tell you awareness is the first step. Do you even know? Did you even know? Were you even aware? Did it even come to your mind? Did it even pass your thought? Did you even recognize? So, you know, there's that. <clears throat> so now, okay, awareness, acknowledge. All right, good, great, yeah, great, fine, thought. Now you address the problem. So let's use one of my examples. Um, the rat race. One of the things that we get in the rat race a lot is we have a nine to five. And with that nine to five, you start acquiring some bills. Um, and in order to keep those bills, which is essentially what they are, like you got something you wanted, but you got something that you couldn't pay for outright. So everything is priced right above your head, if not way over your head. So now you got it because they knew that you had a nine to five. So they knew that eventually you'll pay for it or maybe you won't and they'll get it back. But no matter what, they got your money in between the start and finish, however it finished. And now the right race starts with your job being something heavy because it's not something you actually wanted because especially not for a long time for most of us because you really just wanted the one thing that now you have to keep going to work in order to keep the one thing i don't know if i talk to circles you you want a car so the car it's 25000 You ain't had nowhere near that. But you walked in there and they said, well, you got a job. And over a course of time, you'll be able to pay it off. So they sell you that. You walk off. You sign. You walk off. You drive off. You're happy. You love that car. So if you love that car, in order to keep that car, you'll keep going into that job. Eventually, you may or may not like that job. Most of us tend to hate our jobs after a certain while, if not right at the fucking beginning. Right? As soon as they show you where you're sitting, a goddamn cubicle or some shit, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or maybe as soon as they show you who the fuck your manager is or who your boss is, and you're in there and you're like, I got to deal with this nigga. Or in some cases, I got to deal with this bitch in order to keep what I have. You're there after you hate it just so that you can keep what you wanted. Does that make sense? I mean, it's the same thing for a house, right? You have a house because you wanted it. Some people say, no, I needed the house because I got these kids. Well, you wanted to keep nutting off. You wanted to keep fucking, which gave you kids. So now you have these kids you want because you didn't give them up, right? Ain't no foster home or nothing like that. You didn't give them up, so these kids you wanted, you now have to do other things you need to do in order to keep what you wanted. 
Ain't no killing them. You'll go down once you kill them. I mean, once they pass the fetus stage, it's real. And it's real, real repercussions. So, they don't go away. They're yours. So now you have to keep doing things when at the root, you just wanted to fuck off. Fuck hard. You know what I mean? Like, okay, let's leave other human beings alone. Let's go back to objects and toys, right? You want a home with a pool. We all know that costs more. You want to live in a warmer state. Well, now you got to move there. What are you going to buy there? How are you going to buy it? Your job transfer you? You just going to go get a new one? I mean, how how's it going to work out? You really can't go from A to B no more without having shit set up. This ain't, you know, this is way more advanced than the Oregon Trail days, but you could just pick up your peoples or just you with fucking wagon and an oxen. And see, yo, I'm headed out west. I'm gonna just figure it out when I get there. Try that shit in these days and age. It's a lot more riskier. Um, the jobs are not as simple. I mean, back then, you could move from fucking Tennessee to Oregon. It's, you know what, I'm just going to start out by running a farm and selling that shit. I'm going to start out by sifting this river here for some fucking gold or silver and try to sell that. Like, no, no, no. Now it's like a bitch moved from L.A. to Atlanta or Atlanta to Houston or Vegas or, or L.A., whatever the direction the wind blows, right? She, she, she's probably going to do something crazy. Uh, I'm going to have to strip to make my way. I'm going to have to strip to make this money. I'm going to have to dance. I'm going to have to watch something quick that I can get in and flip. A nigga, a nigga thinks, well, I'm going to have to sell these drugs. I'm going to have to flip this bag. I'm going to have to, you know what I'm saying, double up these ends. Way to scale. I'm going to have to get into some sketchy shit just so I can... Get my way. There's no packing up and moving to the next state without having to get into something that ain't risky. If you don't have a job, if you don't have a skill, if you don't have a trade, uh, a high paying one that you don't have to look over your back for. These days, jobs ain't transferring nobody. How do you do it? How do you get out of the rat race? How do you get out of the cage? How do you make it to the other side? What is the other side? Don't tell me business. Don't tell me start a business. Because everybody that starts a business don't make it to where their business is profitable enough for them to leave the nine to five. To keep the things that they want. Maybe the root of this is the things that we want. Or sometimes it's the things that we're told that we're wanted. I mean, we're trained from young, you know what I'm saying, to grow up and acquire these toys. Every Christmas, is we want the shit because we've seen the shit on TV somewhere. Oh, you know, we get older and we realize the cartoons we watch are subliminally laced with shit to tell us things and make us want things that... Whenever in our mind process doesn't add to our lives, damn sure ain't what they teach you in school for what you need to know as far as how to read, write, maybe C's. 
more so than it is for pure entertainment, pure bullshit and bullshit entertainment. We want too much. And if you didn't know you want something, they'll make sure they'll feed you an itch that you'd want to scratch. Why do we want all that we want? And why are we now not okay with being different? Not okay with wanting less? You know, I turn on TV now and I'm with Bay, and Bay is like, let's watch Tiny House. I'm like, huh? Oh, they done made it look glamorous. You done seen this shit before. It's all nice, laid out. People live in the tiny houses right now, but they don't look like that. And it's considered poor. Who are you fooling? Maybe this all started because we wanted too much. Why is it that we're not prepared for what we want? But we're still willing to get into it. Hmm? Jay-Z said it once in one of his lines. He says, if you can't buy something twice, you can't afford it. We're getting into things that we can't even buy one time over. Car loans are getting to be eight years to ten years long. Proof that we can't buy it. Not even one time over, let alone two times over. So we're getting into things that force us to stay connected to a rat race. We we want too much? Is it really the fault of the few companies that control all of us? Or is it us? We were aware. Now we get into the problem. Ultimately, we're looking for an answer. Uh, But let me remind you that I I said that I wasn't looking for an answer because I realized there's too many answers to this problem, but not all answer is sufficient for the person. Not all answers will be your answer. I use celebrities to try to give some content, some aspects, some perspective. I, I use... I took away the the richness and I used an example of an Amish person. 
people who collectively have the ability to clock out of this grid, rely on themselves, rely by their means, excuse me, and basically, in a nutshell, choose their own fate, choose their own freedom, choose their own exception. Choose how they want to go through things, through life. Choose what they'd like to learn. Choose what to care about. And not have anyone else dictating their thoughts on what will be. Some will argue and say, well, you need both. Because the Amish person has to come out and, and, and reach society as we know it today. To get a pack of AA batteries or some shit. To work for whatever the fuck he's using. Or come out of his world to enter into our world to get gas for his motherfucking lawnmower. Goddamn. Uh, will. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, field tiller of soil. Well, I don't know. I, come on, I don't got no green thumb. I don't know what it is that they do to grow crops. However it works. I don't even think all Amish people are farmers. I think they just make enough for them, you know, their family or whatever, and whatnot, whatever. The point is, how, how do you, how do how do you do it? We we're aware of it. We understand what becomes a problem of it, and and now the question is how. And there's no real answer. The answer for the rich person is not the same answer for the Amish person. It's not the same answer for you. It's not the same answer for me. All of us don't have basketball skills. All of us can't sing. All of us can't dance. All of us can't throw a football. All of us can't swim. All of us can't uh, fucking rap. And I use entertainment because it's just an easy example. But for those of us who don't have a coordinated bone in our bodies, and there are some black folks who are just as ill-coordinated as white, you know, it's how do we... And I say we, because I identify as black, but no, I can move, I can dance. I'm not included into that. These hips do work. Ain't no white man, can't jump over here. That's that's not the case. How do we pivot? How do we make something of ourselves if we weren't given the spoon, the golden spoon, the silver spoon, we didn't come from a a royal family. We weren't born into a as a to a celebrity when we came out. Uh, we weren't born into anybody famous, remotely famous or whatnot. You know, some of us had parents who had businesses, but didn't live long enough to pass it down to us. The business have died, or for some of us who have parents who had businesses and were able to pass it down. There's an alarming number of number of us that don't want to pick it up. And it's treated as if it's wrong if, you, you know, your parents pass it on and you chose not to carry the torch. And I don't know if it's wrong. And that's like a whole other topic because it always depends on where the state of the world is as to whether or not it makes sense. I get it. A business is a business. But if the business is no longer relevant or doesn't see relevancy, well, 10, 20 years to where that child can pass it to their child, which would be the grandchild from the uh, daddy daddy, 
you know, the original who who probably sparked it, granddad. You know, if it doesn't make sense 10, 20 years down, 10, 20, 30 years down the line, then it doesn't make sense to keep. So, you know, again, running off to the left here, it's not always a good reason to pick up the businesses that are passed down from your parents. It depends on the state of the world. Maybe that business worked for them greatly then. Yet there's not a way to transform it, merge it, get it acquisition, mitigate it, migrate it, whatever word you want to use, centralize it, streamline it, fuck color coordinate it. If it doesn't make sense for the world that your child is growing up in now, why pass it down? Or if you try to, how long do you think they're going to live with it? Why do you think that they're just going to grow up and inherit it? Like, that's a whole nother, it's just a whole nother, right? We weren't born into families of such. And we're born into families of those who have entered into wanting too much. Having too much debt. Yes, I did yawn. Excuse me. Fuck y'all. Wild card. Listen. How do you make a difference? I talked to somebody earlier today. Uh, in fact, it was Bay. Bay said, look, listen. Somebody's going to run you and own you no matter which way you think about it. You're going to be a slave to something. It doesn't have to be a slave to the masses that everyone else is stuck to right now. But you'll be a slave of something. She said that you could be a day trader and fucking still be a slave to the market. You might be out of the regular rat race of nine to five, but you're not the only one out there. There's thousands of people a-list celebrities all the way down to D-list celebrities that are not a part of the rat race, but are dependent on a piece of the rat race system to keep their pockets lined, although they don't have to function like the rest of the rats. So you got field rats and house rats. The concept never went away. So what is freedom? You're aware. So how do you live? What choice do you make now? How do you pivot and function? Is the answer just why, you know, cut back on all the things you want? Because all the things you want send you into debt. And then a cycle of living the way you live. That even when you die... You still have to pay up whatever is left. And whatever you wanted to pass down is, is bitten off and snatched off if you didn't write a will for it. And if you wrote a will for it, the debt's carried on. Debt is not forgiven. Ask anybody who owes child support. Ask anybody who has student loans. Ask anybody in the game. Your debt can be passed down to your offspring. So what do you do? You say to yourself, well, I ain't going to have no offspring. I don't want that to happen. I don't have my shit straight, so I don't want no kids. I don't want to die and pass my shit on to a kid. What, what do you say? How do you live your life if you're not born in privilege of some kind? If somebody didn't die and handed you off a couple of thousand, 
And even then, you could still be stupid and misuse it and abuse it and still end up in the same situation you're in because this is all you know. So how do you change into better? Again, I said in the beginning, you know the masses, the 80%, all swim one way, but you feel like that that way is not going to serve you in the future, so you don't want to lock in and then be the last to get out when that model crumbles for whatever the problem is. But you know there's an alternative way, but you just don't know how to get there. You don't know which of those ways work for you. You don't know how to do that transition. So the only thing you have to do is avoid the 80%. You avoid going downstream. You avoid mass hurting, mass transportation. You do not go in the same direction all the wildebeest go, but you do know. By swinging out there on your own, you're vulnerable to that lion that you didn't even see sitting there. Vulnerable to that cheetah in the corner. You're an adult, but by yourself, swimming upstream, going against the grain, trying to cross over from left to the right. All of a sudden, you look like a baby calf, ready to be eaten, murdered, dropped at any moment. But you just knew you weren't, you wasn't gonna swing down the path that everybody else. You just don't know how to get to the right side, and it's not right because it's right wrong, but right side because it's the opposite of the left you've been doing the entire time. You know so many people on that side, but you don't know how they got there. You trying to get there. You want flexibility in your life. You want options. You want to be able to check in and check out of the matrix. You want say so. You want to be a house rat. Or maybe you want to try to Rockefeller this thing out so that 10 generations after you that you'll never meet are in a far better situation. Hell, maybe you don't even think it's fair that it's up for you to be that person. Maybe nobody in your bloodline is capable of it. Maybe you already are there with kids and you didn't do anything too much to move the bloodline forward. So it's like you made kids that have a a slim chance like you did. Maybe you riding this thing out on hope. How did you picture your life going? Did you just say, fuck it? My life is set up like this. I'm just going to ride it out. This, I guess this is just what the fuck it is. Is that where you are? Wherever you are, why are you okay with it? Hmm? Do you expect the same to go forward? Why are you okay with it? So that's the line of questioning that um, I have. A lot of you would say, this nigga done got all, you you don't need no more quarantines to happen to you, but (laughs) it's not the case. Um, There's plenty of different sides to me, and this one is the one that's deep in thought, and it can go so much longer, but for the sake of a podcast episode... While caught, I'm out.
Hit me with your questions. Hit me with your comments. You know where to find me. Call me, question me, text me. Don't video me. I'm not answering. I don't know you. If you video you, I mean, what about my bae? Will see this? I cut my throat off. Don't video me. Don't, don't. I don't have time for her to think. I got bitches in Canada and Mexico. One relationship is hard to manage. Peace and love. I'll call it out. Send me your text. Send me your questions. Email me. Let's talk about it. Until then, be safe.